Did you know Bold Commerce has some of the best apps to increase the size of almost all your orders? Maybe you're looking to run store-wide sales with countdown timers. Boom! Bold Discounts will run your scheduled promos with just a few clicks, no coupon codes required. Or maybe you're looking to maximize average order value. You could count on Bold Upsell, Bold Motivator, or Bold Bundles. With Bold Upsell, you can offer product upgrades, cross-sales, or complimentary products as free gifts. With Bold Bundles, you could boost average order value by bundling a few products or an entire collection so that your customers can mix and match items to get a discount. Now hey, when was the last time you made an online purchase and saw a message like, spend 15 more dollars for free shipping? With Bold Motivator, you could do that same thing and more. Offer free shipping, free product, or even a percentage off the entire order. Pick and choose which apps are best for you, or use them all to boost conversion at an average order value. With free bold apps for 14 days, there's no excuse not to try and boost your sales this year. To get this special offer, go to boldcommerce.com slash Kurt. That's boldcommerce.com slash K-U-R-T. So how you feeling? Uh, I had COVID, uh, so that was fun. I'm okay. You're okay. Yeah, Family's I'm, okay. Everybody's I'm, okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I'm okay. My wife can't really taste anything still, but is otherwise fine. And our daughter, who was going to get a vaccination, but that had to get canceled because she had COVID. <laughs> uh, so that sucked. Slightly Almost off of the it. timing there. Almost made it. <laughs> so close. Uh, she just had a fever for a day or two, which was, of course, very terrifying because we are young first-time parents with our eight-month-old baby and the baby sick. So daddy did not handle that well. Uh, as a as a, a multi-child parent, oh, wow. you quickly realize that babies, if you just like look at them wrong, they get fevers. I hate that. Don't say that to me. They get fevers all the time. No, I don't like that. No, she no, she can never be sick. Nothing bad can ever happen to her. That's that immune system firing up, kicking in. Can't handle that. And my wife, you know, my wife was an ICU nurse, so she only sees like, oh yeah, well, I mean, that could escalate. I mean, then you got to cut all your feet off. You know, (laughs) you're just like, oh my god, what? She's just like, well, that's only if it escalates. Come on, like (laughs) she'll just she'll tell you the worst absolute shit in the world, and then when you freak out, she's just like, yeah, but we're not going to end up there. Like we'll intervene beforehand. I'm like, don't tell me that shit. <laughs> I like living. I like that you live with a medical professional, but it doesn't, it often doesn't work out in your favor. You just no. end up like spiraling about stuff. No, it is horrible because there's like bad shit happens that like you even didn't even know that that shit happened. <laughs> and she'd just be like, yeah, that happens all the time. What are you talking about? Like that could just happen to you at any moment. You just be, just be dead right away. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? And you're like, what? <laughs> I suppose yeah, when it comes to strange medical emergencies, uh, maybe ignorance is bliss. Yeah, no, that's that's the way I want to live. But everyone's okay. We're all good. No, we're all fine. We're all fine. We're Are, all, I was boosted in maybe October. So, you know, I'm cool. Got, uh, that, got that Pfizer. I'm in the Pfizer party. I got the mix and match. I know you did. I, Pfizer, I, Moderna. I wasn't able to get a Moderna anytime. But I, that was, I got boosted around the same time. And I also got COVID yeah, last you, month. You had so COVID last it's month. It's going around. <laughs> uh, Joe, it, Joe's got it. The reason the reason I bring up the COVID is we are late in covering the Shopify editions announcements. And it kept getting pushed back because we had other guests. 
and then I got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're doing it. This is it. This is the Shopify Editions episode. Well, at Shopify Editions kind of replaces Shopify Unite. But also Unite's still a thing. And the last one got canceled because of COVID. Two, two times. Two well, times. They're not having it anymore. Well, now there's Unite, but it's smaller events in multiple cities, which but, sounds like they used to do Pursuit or a day with Shopify. I read it as similar to that, but you know I've not attended this thing, so I really shouldn't just be guessing at it. I don't know. I went to the Unite. I enjoyed one of the Unites I went to. The <laughs> No comment on the other one. Yeah, I was going to say, you've been to more than one, but stop myself. <laughs> um, so... In the past, Shopify would do this big conference event, Shopify Unite, once a year, and then they would drop, here's all the new features, just like nonstop, Ooh, Harley's up there telling us what's going on, getting everybody fired up. It was fun. Now, we're sw- as far as our product announcements are concerned, we're switching things up. We're going to hear them twice a year now, and they're calling it Shopify Editions, and it's like a really nifty... Um, website but it looks like a a fancy publication and you go through and and see all these features and it catalogs here's everything we did here's everything we're doing here's where we're going i really liked it i don't know if it's because the first one or they're all going to be this good but it really i kept revisiting it and like finding stuff i missed uh this is the and also it's like their way of versioning shopify feels like because when you log into the back end right now it says, like, Shopify t- Summer 2022 Edition. Yeah, which I think is cool. Yeah. I like it. Especially, like, if you consider you know, a lot of merchants uh, are in fashion. And so they've got, like, oh, this is this season's version of Shopify. Yeah, but that only makes sense. And then when you see screenshots, you know when it came from. But That only makes sense if there could be people on old versions. That's the point of versioning. <laughs> Is to differentiate okay, between the different ones. It's for screencasts and screenshots? If everyone is just going to be on f- winter 2022 version in six months, uh, who cares? It's <laughs> like they're, everyone's fun just getting and I off. like it. We can have it just because it's fun. I don't like things that are fun. <laughs> That's not true. How about that? Okay, so that was, it was June 22nd. We're like abysmally late in covering it. We apologize. Uh, blame COVID, not us. I had a sick baby. How dare you blame me for that? You're, what kind of monster are you? You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm talking to the audience who's blaming us, not you. <laughs> you know, no one, no one was mad about it. They were, they were cool about it. So twice a year, we get product announcements. We're calling it Shopify Editions. The first one, over 100 uh, items are in there, updates and launches. And are the highlights... I mean, there's tons of stuff, but like the the things they were clearly highlighting were new wholesale channel for B2B, replaces the old one, uh, token-gated commerce, if you're into that, partnering with Google to help consumers shop local, uh, Twitter shopping, launching tap-to-pay on iPhone, and, and then stuff keeps coming out. After the fact, YouTube shopping showed up last week. Super cool. Very exciting. Uh, so how there's over a hundred plus features in here. I'm not going to just rattle them all off to you. You could go check out the Shopify edition site. I encourage you to, it's really cool. It has two modes, a, the like end user version and the developer version, uh, which I, I loved that little, little trick that it does. So we went through, we picked out, these are like the common or the, our, our, our favorites, the big ones. 
color commentary on that. Does that sound good? Will that work for you? Yes. Thank you. Good. Excellent. Try not to cough on that mic. I should have prepared COVID jokes in advance. I ate a big lunch, so I'm like a little, a little semi-barfy right now. <laughs> He's digesting. I have not eaten a lot in the last week, and now I had a lunch that was way too big, and I'm like, I'm semi, semi going to Ralph. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know what? Let's leave that in. <laughs> uh, sorry. So the, the one I'm leading with here, simple, straightforward, often requested, they call it discount combinations. It's stackable coupon codes. In the past, if you, a customer applied a coupon code in checkout, they could apply one, and that's it. And it also would not combine with automatic discounts, which that was usually where the annoyance came in. They have since changed this. You could stack or combine discounts now and rolling out to all merchants, all plans over the next several weeks. And there's a way to like put a governor on that, I'm assuming. Well, you still have all your, your coupon options. Because I'm just worried about like, you know, honey and all those apps. People figure out a way to like chain discounts. Well, that's why I would. All right, that's a good point. The. And like, by the way, you've now sold this $100 product for like 10 bucks. So I've not set up a stackable discount yet on my own. So I've not seen how, like what those options are. But ideally, you avoid this problem, like separate of stackable discounts by just using one-time use coupon codes as much as possible so that they don't end up in Honey, the delightful Chrome extension that I'm not supposed to say I have. I love that thing. I know you do. Every time it comes up, you go, I love that thing. <laughs> Uh, not that I know anything about it. Shopify audiences got, we've heard about this before, but this was one of the, the wrapped up announce or, uh, announcements that got in here. Still plus only available now. It is, you can, I like Shopify audiences. I love it. I love the concept. Uh, I think over time it will get progressively more performant. Um, is that a word performant? Yeah. You say I'm, it a lot. I'm going to go with yes. Sure. You know what? Let's try this. Hey, Siri, define performant. Performance means. Oh, performance. Ah! Maybe I invented a word. <laughs> oh, we're in agreement on that? <laughs> All right. Performant is a word. All right. Functioning well or as expected. Oh, wow. It's going to become more functioning as expected. <laughs> Great. This is what the people want. Thank you, human. Uh, no, so Shopify audiences a pool of custom audiences that you can use inside Facebook. And yeah, so what it does is you have your audience. Facebook had a thing where um, you could give it your email list and it would then spit out what is known as a lookalike audience, which is these are people that look like the people that have already bought from you, probably in terms of like, demo in terms of demographics, you know, age, location, you know, income, that sort of stuff. Uh, but, you know, it was still only working off of your client base. So maybe if you didn't have a big client base or you were just getting started, you were really flying blind. So what Shopify audiences does is it combines, I guess Shopify like figures out stores that have common user bases. You opt into it and it's a pool of them. Yeah. Now so how it segments it. I think it makes, I assume it would have to make pools of like, you know, this is all dudes in their 20s. 
are only into like this bike. is the broski audience. This is a bro audience that like are only into like bike BMX bikes and listening to Joe Rogan. <laughs> and like these are like suburban moms that like won't get their kids vaccinated and are worried about people kidnapping them in the Target parking lot and you know that sort of stuff and it just <laughs> that's the Karen those, audience yeah it splits those out and then you get to share those audiences and make lookalike audiences from that much bigger pool and the lookalike audience will look better. Uh, yes, actually, I think that's quite a an accurate description of this thing. Now the catch with Shopify audiences is you don't know if it's going to work for you until you try it. I think that is true of all marketing and advertising. It's yeah. like, you know, it's an investment and therefore a risk. So it's one of those things where you just got to try it. If it doesn't work for you, I'd say, hey, maybe revisit it in six to 12 months because I bet with more data, if it didn't work for you, it gets better over time. Well, it's, it's hard because, you know, maybe the audience was great, but you ended up making like a crappy ad. And then you blame the audience. And then you blame the audience because like you had a crappy ad, but you've never done it before. So you don't know it's a crappy ad. Like, you know, there's a lot of, well, this one's a plus exclusive, so hopefully... Hopefully you know before, what you're doing a little no bit. But no guarantee. The other one, it's a another a plus only. I swear there's there's tons of stuff in here that's not plus only, but there was a lot of exciting plus but stuff in here. the good ones was only for plus people. Yeah, sorry. B2B and wholesale. In the past, Shopify has... For a while, Shopify's had a wholesale channel in Shopify Plus, but it was really opinionated in its approach. It was like, they're going to order in this one specific way, and you're going to set up price lists in this one way. And so if you didn't, if you wanted to work within the way it wanted, and so did your wholesale customers, you were set. If you wanted to work any other way, you really, you just didn't use the wholesale channel. You had to figure out something else. And so they have com- completely rethought this wholesale channel. I have seen it, um, seen the demo, and it is so much more configurable and customizable and nicer and I love it. So if you were considering adding, hey, I want a dedicated wholesale channel in my Plus Store, certainly at least try or check out this new wholesale channel in Shopify. It is very nice. Shopify Markets. I have no idea what that is. Okay, so I forgot what it was <laughs> as well because it's been a month. Where did I put this? Again, I had a glassy-eyed sick baby. How dare you? Blame me for us being late. <laughs> I blamed your baby specifically. I know. All right, Shopify Markets, a cross-border commerce hub that makes global selling the default for our merchants. Let's just... So it's just like change currency switcher? Let's take a moment, and I'll go look up what this is. <laughs> What's something you just can't live without? For this Shopify merchant, it's Zipify one-click upsell. $10 of extra revenue on every single order, 30% increase for us in average order value. You can't live without it as a Shopify store owner. What would be a game changer for your business? For this merchant, it's a simple Shopify app. Zipify one-click upsell, it's definitely a game changer. It's adding about $9 in extra revenue for every customer that we bring in. That's right. Our number one app that we've been using to help transform our business overall has been hey oh were you listening to that you really want to hear about this life-changing shopify app here it is one click upsell it's going to help you increase your average order value a lot and increase your profit from your hard work zipify one click upsell can increase your shopify revenue by 10 to 15 percent overnight 
created by the owner of a $155 million brand and trusted by over 11,000 Shopify merchants. One-click upsell helps you boost your average order value with targeted upsells and cross-sells. It is no wonder one-click upsell has made its users an extra $316 million in sales. To start your free 30-day trial, go to zipify.com slash Kurt. That's Z-I-P-I-F-Y dot com slash K-U-R-T. And to get an unadvertised gift, email help at zipify.com and ask for the Tech Nasty bonus. Tech Nasty. Okay, so this Shopify Markets is their full internationalization suite. Okay. Again, a plus exclusive. Being a, like, you're going to be selling into multiple countries, this very much make this feature for sure makes sense to be plus only. We're not going to argue that one. Um, but you define uh, pricing and language by market all within Shopify, and it switches it based on the domain name. Oh, so you can set up different prices depending on what country it is. Can you have different content? That is coming soon. Cool. Yeah. So storefront content by market, uh, they have listed as one of the features, uh, offering different products per catalog per country is listed here as a coming soon. And same with um, global inventory locations. So really this will be, once you have all six of those features, now suddenly this is like a best in class internationalization yeah, international solution. Selling. Because Yeah, you could sell internationally. It also adds quite a, an order of complexity. Well, you were selling internationally, but it was just like your store, and yeah. then you used some app to translate it into German. As if they you, can't use Google Translate themselves. And then you have another app that like just changes the prices into euros, just straight, whatever the conversion rate is for that day. And you know, so it really wasn't like a different store, and you couldn't charge different values. Yeah, and so now we have uh, more native features and solutions to do these things, and then more coming. I like the idea of being able to like these products are only available in these countries and this content swaps out. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Built for Shopify. This one we experienced personally. Yeah. Personally. Much to our chagrin. So built for Shopify is a label. I don't know that anyone is really ever going to see or realize. It's not going to be like a little badge on the app page. Well, all right. This is what it is. Built for Shopify really refers to, their new, more in-depth app review process. So the apps in the Shopify App Store always got reviewed, but now it's, it is more intensive with more requirements. And based on that testing, the App Store listing will get little badges. So at a glance, you could tell how this app is going to implement before you ever have to mess with the darn thing. And so it'll say, like, speed tested, low impact to your store. Um, we earned that one. Uh, there's one... if. It, like you'll have an app integration and you click it and it like loads up a new window and logs you into the website. That's hate always, that. yeah, I hate that. I hate that. And I guess other people do too. Cause if you just keep everything within the Shopify admin, there's a badge for that too. Ooh. Yeah. And then there's a, I think that one's like easy to use some, that effect. I forgot. What it doesn't explain it. Good. Yeah. Um, no, it says like right in your admin. And then there's a third one. I don't know if there's others, but the, the third one, and this is the one I'm working on getting now is, um, it's like works with the latest themes and that means it'll, it uses, uh, the online, all the online store 2.0 features so app blocks, app blocks that can be placed using the customized theme GUI tools. Yeah. Either app embed, which replaces script tags or app block, um, or both. 
And so I, I love it because if you're on an online store 2.0 theme, this is a, a much easier, better way to manage apps because it gets you out of that issue where it's like, oh, my app no longer works or I don't want to use this app anymore. I got to uninstall it, but out left code behind. Those issues go away with this. Well, and all the stuff where it's like, well, the widget injects itself here below the price, but I actually want it to be below the add to cart button. Uh, so someone go into the theme and find, is that a snippet? Is it a piece of JavaScript? Can we even change that? Like figuring out like how to manipulate where the app is showing up, which is, which is real hit or miss. Now when they're just separate app blocks, you just move the block around. And what's cool with the App Embed is it has a toggle switch. So you can turn, like the JavaScript, an App Embed really meaning just like this app is being allowed to load JavaScript into your theme. You could turn those on and off individually on the go without having to turn, without having to uninstall the app. the app. Yeah. So if it's like, well, this is an app I use you know, one week out of the month, but you don't want it slowing the store down the rest of the time, ah, you could turn it off. And so I really like this suite of features. To take advantage of it, you got to have an online store 2.0 theme. But like for sure, we're at the point now where if you're not yet on an online store 2.0 theme and you were even thinking about upgrading, yeah, go for it. Like the ecosystem is caught up where now we're, we're really seeing all these features get used nicely. Is every app getting re-reviewed? So I don't know how it works. We have four apps. One, Crowdfunder, that has the most installs. That of like immediately um, ended up in the review process. They were, they were thorough and helpful and like provided screen care. I have no complaints. Um, and we work through it with them, but the other three have not been reviewed yet, but also have much fewer installs. So like, I don't know if there's a threshold for it. Certainly if you're submitting a new app, yeah, I gotta, they have to go through it. But my guess is like, Hey, there's a lot of apps. Let's just prioritize. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just thinking like, you know, I bet there's a, I'm sure that there's a lot of like crappy apps in the app store that are abandoned where pretty much. And, if they get poked by the review team, I could see there being a lot of apps that just don't even bother replying and then maybe end up getting delisted. For sure they get. I mean, it'd just be great to increase the overall quality of the store. What was communicated to us was, hey, you're, you'll get pushed to the end of the list. Like whoever meets the search query and has all the app highlights goes to the top of the search results or like the collection page. Mm -hmm. So now this is a ranking factor, but they're being very transparent about it and using it as like, all right, you know, here, here's the reward. And the stick is, well, you're going to go to the back of the line and no one's ever going to see your stuff. Yeah, if you don't. And I would play, assume, play like, ball. you know, if they find larger issues, they'll just, they'll delist the app for you. Well, we'll help you out so you can work on it. And we don't want you troubled with new installs. Well, we'll just go ahead and delist that for you. Until you get it fixed. Yeah. And then come back to us. And so I think that, that based on my I experience, think that's gonna yeah. that's going to happen, yeah. Checkout extensions, plus only, I'm sorry, being able to edit the checkout has always been a, a plus feature. We now have a much more formal way of doing it called checkout extensions. Uh, this is target release date here is, is September this year. Uh, I've certainly I've seen people on Twitter working through uh, beta apps that use this. So th these are apps. What they are is it's an app you could download. It's an app you can install that goes in your checkout and does things inside the checkout. Yes, without breaking the Without checkout. breaking the checkout, yeah. There were, I mean, that there was were, the catch. There were apps that did stuff with the checkout before, but they would like hijack the checkout and do crazy shit. And anytime Shopify updated the checkout, they would break. Well, yeah, and the, yeah then you'd have to go through that whole update process. Yeah, yeah. And you know, like they, they communicated it well, but it was still, you know, twice a year or whatever. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, 
Customize their checkout using apps. Add branding, loyalty programs, recommended products, and more. Secure, fast, and upgrade safe. The so like looking deeper into it, uh, you could also use it to change the appearance of the checkout. So I think this one is going to be nice. Like the initial one is like, hey, you know, cross sales, upsells. Let's use this to increase average order value. Um, but I think over time, this checkout extensions thing, as more stuff becomes available, is going to be super valuable. Uh, similar, similar sounding in scope to checkout extensions is Shopify Functions. So, so Shopify Functions, this sounds like a bigger, better, faster version of Shopify Scripts, and it definitely sounds like it will replace some apps. And you could, unlike Scripts, you could distribute a function, a Shopify function, like an app. And their example, the, the description was extend or replace key parts of Shopify's backend with custom logic. And the example use case was create a new type of discount that's offered in the cart and at checkout, currently in developer preview. So what this thing's... Yo, what the hell is this? I don't I even know. You just... <laughs> just like yelling words, words at you? Yeah. Um, so Shopify scripts will let you write a Ruby script that executes in Shopify in their backend, so it's fast. We're not going to a separate server like an app has to. And modify the checkout, change prices, change shipping rates, and hide payment gateways. So it's a really nice, powerful tool for some of your uh, more edge case customizations that we have to do. Shopify functions sounds like, all right, let's take that idea where logic that normally an app would have to execute or JavaScript would have to execute elsewhere Let's have Shopify servers do that. And so we get rid of the latency. And so we really get um, some of these things can run much faster without having to use like a whole bunch of kludgy apps stuck together. So I think... Like, what let's, do they do? The initial one um, accesses the discount API. So it's like Shopify functions is this becomes this super powerful discount engine that you can use for more complex discount promotions. So again, it sounds like line items. So scripts. it's a script replacement? Shopify scripts replacement? It sounds like it would replace some of what Shopify scripts does. How do you write a function? They, it didn't use Ruby. It didn't use JavaScript. They said it was like some specific language that was chosen for its speed. Like this seems very developer to E to me and not end user-y. Well, that's why, so with, scripts has that problem. Shopify functions being able... Yeah, Shopify scripts is pretty much like, hope you know Ruby. <laughs> yes, and I love Shopify scripts. I use them all the time. But the fact that Shopify functions can be, they say it can be packaged like an app, means someone could build it and then give it to a merchant to easily install without having to screw around with the code. This also says Shopify functions are part of the checkout extensibility developer preview. So this goes along with checkout extensibility, and the initial version of it is discount logic that lives inside of checkout. So this really does sound like a replacement for line item scripting. Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You're right. This is one of those things. It's like it is technical and ambiguous. No, I mean, they're, I mean, the end results are good. Having more powerful, easier to use scripts would be nice. I think similar. I just, All I have is a bullet point that says 
more powerful and easier to use scripts. And then I've not been given any further information. So my reply is, good. Two, <laughs> 12 months from now, you're going to be like, damn, how did I live without this thing? I think the, the potential I certainly hope. and power for this thing is big. I know people aren't excited about it. They're more like, yeah, we could stack discounts because that was a pain we experienced and that's available. Yeah. Whereas like Shopify functions, we have to wait for it to roll out. We have to wait for people to use it, see how they use it, and those um, apps to get distributed. But I think like 12 months from now, this thing's going to be awesome. I think it's going to solve a lot of problems. I think it's going to replace a lot of janky apps. I don't know why you're being so defensive. I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking the questions. I'm just asking questions. All right, Joe Rogan. You going to tell me the moon landing was fake next? How many Joe Rogan references can we stick in one episode? I love news radio. <laughs> news radio, such a good show. Great show. Uh, classic Dave Foley, Stephen Root. Stephen Root, who's like, he's like 78. He's an insanely old number that I never had no idea. He's a septuagenarian. He's, he's in his 70s. Uh, all right, so some other miscellaneous updates I pulled out here. Shopify Flow, now on all plans. I love Shopify Flow. It's great. Automation tool. Uh, online Store 2.0 updates continue, uh, namely through continuous improvements to native meta fields. Oh, we love those meta fields. Uh, ShopPay added free fraud protection, only if you're in the U.S. Sorry, Canadians. Uh, there's a Shopify Twitter integration now. So if you're active on Twitter, why not? Uh, selling plans API, pre-order apps are going to work better. And Shopify rolled out Planet by Shopify, carbon neutral shipping. So if you used Cloverly, Shopify has their own version of this that is um, is worth a look. If you're already using Cloverly, there's another one. Um, and I saw, I don't know if this is true, I saw a Facebook comment that was like, yeah, it, it loads faster, it's cheaper. So, And the other one that came out after this, uh, YouTube Shopping. Yeah, which I like that a lot. YouTube shopping looks sweet. I have a, uh, after we record this episode, I'm getting a demo of YouTube shopping that I'm looking forward to. Uh, so what YouTube shopping is, is when you have your YouTube videos, those annoying pop-ups that everyone hates that pops up in the middle of the video that you can click on for more information, you could have those, what, just directly link to products on your Shopify store? I heard it described as a sidebar. Because what stopped you from putting in a URL to a product already? Well, you couldn't pull in. in it like well, it pulls in the data, maybe? This is a, yeah, it's like, hey, it pulls in your catalog. It's almost like a product listing yes. on the video. And like when you click through, to, click through to buy, the video keeps playing. Oh, It's like picture in picture was how it was described. Um, I'm curious to see how it works, and we have a, a client with a big YouTube audience who is very interested in implementing this. So we'll we'll see how that we'll goes. More info later, but yeah, I think that this is a great idea. I think that could be some fat money uh, for people that are content creators. Yeah, and that's the catch here. I saw like some people, uh, some, some Facebook comments in our group, a little salty over the fact that your YouTube channel had to be eligible for monetization to use this, meaning you got to have a thousand subscribers, four thousand hours watch time. And people were, were upset about this because FOMO, like, hey, there's a new feature and I'm not allowed to use it. At the same time, if you were not eligible for monetization, what? You didn't have an audience. Yeah, well, what, you were going to have product listings that no one clicked on? Yeah. On your views, on your videos that no one's watching? I got a video with 70 views. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go through all this effort. Don't do it. They're doing you the favor. Saying like, yeah, don't mess with that. Um, and this is available now and it's in it's through the, the Google 
sales channel in Shopify. You can set this up, start playing with it today. It's pretty cool. This episode was brought to you by the team at Rewind, a trusted Shopify app since 2015. If you're a Shopify partner, join leading agencies like Milk Bottle Labs, Velstar, and Mac Digital Designs, and more in the Rewind Agency Partner Program. You can earn up to $2,000 for recommending Rewind to your clients, and you can rest easy knowing that the hard work you've done for your clients is protected. If you're a merchant, feel confident and enjoy peace of mind that your store is always safe with automated backups. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Learn more by looking up Rewind in the Shopify app store or visit rewind.com. Best of all, visit rewind.com slash Kurt Elster and get a 30-day free trial. All right, so those were those were my favorites. There's a ton of uh, a ton of others in here. Um, one of the, the other big ones, token-gated commerce. <laughs> and this is the, all right, in the press release, you want to hear the first line? Mm-hmm. Everyone's yeah. talking about NFTs these days. Mm, yeah, about how they cratered. Yeah, check the Google Trends on that one. <laughs> I forgot what I saw. It was some game that they were selling like the deluxe edition, and it had like you know some skins or whatever, some digital good inside that came with it. And when they were announcing it, they were very clear that they were like, "These are not NFTs. This is a s- digital good you are getting with the product that cannot be resold. It's not an NFT. It's just a thing you get. Don't a, think it's an NFT. It's and a it's digital like, collectible. Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, are we running away from NFTs all of a sudden? Well, yeah, I've, I've seen some people trying to rebrand NFT, call it digital collectible. Oh, well, that's different. Um, now, so, are they fungible? You know... Can you hit them with a fungal bat? So what the hell is token-gated commerce? There's a token and a gate, and then there's commerce. Is, is it one word? Is it three words? Uh, two words. Token gated. Token gated. That's a word. I would have hyphened. It's a, I would have hyphenated token gated. Well, if you make so, you know what? You got to token gate something in order to make sure it's performant. <laughs> I'm never saying performant ever again. Ah, we have beat it out of my vocabulary. I love it when I win. <laughs> Let's say, all right, do you want to take money from crypto bros? No. You don't? No. You don't want to fleece the crypto bros? No. Well, okay. I would like to fleece the crypto bros. Yes. So we see where it... All right. So it's pretty clear we're not like big crypto people. Uh, if Elon wants to give me a bunch of the Bitcoin he sold in order to... The 930 million? In order to make it look like Tesla had positive cash flow this quarter, uh, I'll take it. Yeah. It, when those that earning report came out, the stock went up, and the next day the stock's still up. So even though that, that into- scam totally worked, that's yeah, that scam totally worked where they sold a ton of crypto at a loss, but they were like, look at this money we made by selling this shit at a huge <laughs> loss, positive cash flow. I'm a shareholder. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. You, so essentially it's, I have a thing I want to sell, but I only want cool people to buy it. Yeah. So it's a, the, the person you have things in the store and I don't know what it's eligible for, but it said, um, Products, perks, and experiences. So let's say we have products that are unpublished on the page or maybe or on the store and discounts, uh, discounted products, other exclusive products, stuff that is not available to the public web. Yeah. And normally... Limited edition RoboCop sneakers. Oh, uh, oh, I need to lie down at the thought. Wow. I want the. All right, so I want those real bad. I want these limited edition RoboCop sneakers, and they say the only way you could get them, you have to buy our... Detroit rules board o- RoboCop. It's an OCP token. Yes, token. I go and buy to the token. To show you're in the RoboCop club. Yeah, to show I'm in the club. All right. I can then, they 
shop my Shopify store can then validate that Kurt Elster, the customer, has possession of this token. It will then allow me to view my Robocop sneakers and I can purchase them. At which point now my Robocop NFT goes back for sale on OpenSea. Or no, don't you want to hold on to your Robocop NFT for more limited Robocop drops in the future? You know, I don't have I don't have diamond hands. I may, you know, I, I might, I might rebuy later. I, I haven't decided what I'm going to do with my OCP RoboCop NFT. Okay. Yeah. All right. So someone email Peter Weller, get him on this. <laughs> Paul Verhoeven. So that is token gated commerce. There's a gate that if you show a token, you could go through the gate and then engage in commerce. All right. So here's my question. What, what did that accomplish that user accounts didn't? It's just trendy. It's cool. Or it's like, hey, we think that's going to be a big deal later, so let's get in now. But Shopify's telling us it's a big deal now that they've implemented shitty user accounts. <laughs> I don't know that this is... I think you still have to have a user account. So it's like a double user account? Yeah, two-factor, the blockchain. It's a two-factor user account to make it extra hard for people to buy stuff. Well, they're exclusives. But why not just make them sign up for a user account? Because uh, this is Web 3.0. Because they had to buy the NFT that you were selling? Yes. It's like a PSL. It's like a personal seat license. Like, you know, if you want to get, like, cool bear season tickets, you first got to pay the bears, like, ten grand for the rights to then pay the bears and buy season tickets. It's a fucking PSL for RoboCop sneakers. <laughs> In our scenario, yes. Burn these stores down. <laughs> so, I'm saying you don't own any crypto? No, I don't. All right, but we we talked through it, yeah. and I think that's the the most anyone can hope out of us. Other features, all right. So tap to pay an iPhone. Let's say you sell it uh, farmers markets, flea markets, local places. Oh, not I unusual. Wonder, I was wondering what that was. And so you're selling physically. Yeah, you're selling physically in a local, in a location, or if you want. All right, well, so the trendy thing, you're in your your local pop up store. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I like flea markets, so we'll, I like the flea market example. And you go, and customers have to pay you. They're they're probably going to pay you with a, a credit card. Normally, in the past, you'd have to have a credit card reader with you. Uh, you know, one of those ones that like sticks to your phone. I guess on new iPhones with the Shopify app, they just tap their phone to your phone running the Shopify app, the point of sale app. Oh, so you're tapping you're tapping phones. You're phones not, are tapping. You're you're not tapping cards. No, no, phones are tapping. What? protocol is that nfc nfc yeah near field communication way better than nft those are not related things that they're two like, thirds the NF, same yeah two-thirds to 66 percent identical technology exactly mm -mm. just a less hardware to be able to accept credit card payments with just the, the yeah. phone you already have yeah so they got apple payers on their phone and you're running the shopify app on your phone and you, you boop your phones and now they're married and they just bought bought stuff from each other. Yes. And the, yeah, the advantage here is no extra hardware, so there's nothing extra for me to buy or carry. You have just lowered the barrier of entry for me to just be able to accept payments at a yeah. farmer's market on my phone. Just wherever you are. That's great. Make that That's like my local entrepreneurship app right there. That's I love it. Um, and then local inventory. This is the last one, and we'll wrap it up. Local inventory on Google. It's kind of cool. Through that Shopify Google channel, the inventory in your store can sync to Google Shopping. And since it also knows your store's physical location, if you've got this set up, now 
in Google Shopping, um, I don't know if you've tried this, but you can like do a search term and say, show me only in stock local. And it'll be like, oh, like Office Depot has that scanner you're looking for. This is a real thing I did recently. I needed a scanner. And I tried this thing, and sure enough, it was like, go to, go to your local Office Depot. They got it. Shopify stores can now do this too. So this is only if you have multiple physical locations that you're selling from, or customers could do pickups from. I just need, well, I have one, I just need one retail location. And then I could sync that. My inventory live syncs to Google. So if someone's searching for the thing I have locally, it'll be like, hey, this store has it in stock right now. And then in theory, they could then click through to the website. I have in-store pickup set up, but they could pay for it, just come get it. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like that was stuff in the past, like two years ago, it would, it would be hard to conceive of a world where I could do that when like that was the domain of, you know, Best Buy and these big box stores. It sounds to me like Shopify is an end-to-end commerce solution for all sizes of retailers i think they're i prefer their democratizing entrepreneurship Whoa. they're lowering the barrier they really are i love it you get that check from toby right oh okay yeah they are yeah yeah they're so good <laughs> thanks buddy all <laughs> <sighs> right uh anything else you would like to add or share mr rita uh don't get covid and how would well, one go about that? Because uh, it I seems guess like it's everybody's like live that. inside a hermetically sealed box, so you you know you might get it. But so, if you have to punch air holes in the box, the COVID's going to get in. Oh, good point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, but at least you made it through the episode without throwing up. I know. No, I don't have to. That, that passed. I don't have to. Bar, I don't have to barf anymore. <laughs> I think we'll. I think we'll wrap it up there. <laughs> you got to go lie down. <laughs> I would love to hear your thoughts of this episode. Please join our Facebook group, the Unofficial Shopify Podcast Insiders, and talk to us. That's the only way you're going to get your questions answered in our next AMA episode. E-commerce marketing is changing. Email is no longer the only way to build relationships with customers. SMS is now the fastest growing sales channel for online brands. And if you haven't gotten started yet, I know what you might be thinking. My customers don't want to receive text messages. Or, I don't think I could drive ROI with SMS. But here's the thing. SMS is where you find your best customers. You don't need to have thousands of SMS contacts to drive meaningful revenue. And merchants see up to a 250% increase in engagement and conversion rates when they pair email and SMS together. Text marketing is here to stay, my friends. And Privy is the fastest way to get started. Privy gives you access to all the tools you need to grow your SMS list and send money-making text messages. Plus, their full suite of website conversion and email marketing tools. And the cherry on top? You'll get one-on-one coaching and support no matter where you start with Privy. Ready to get started or just learn more? Go check out Privy on the Shopify App Store and see how you can get started for free today.